You want sharp NFL insight? We got a guy. Rostradamus is here. Joining us from the ringer, Raheem Palmer on In the Zone. All he does is work out and pick winners. This is the big one. Raheem Palmer, betting analyst from The Ringer. Catch him on The Ringer Gambling Show podcast at I Am Rostradamus for all of his daily insights on life, boxing. I hear he's at a weigh-in right now, basketball, football, you name it. Raheem, how's it going over there? Yeah, it's, it's been a crazy week, man. I'm at the weigh-in right now. Um, after the weigh-in, I'm stopping by NFL Radio Row. We got the FanDuel TV show. So um, there's just a lot going down in between that. I've been handicapping these games, trying to just Trying to just stay busy, so. <laughs> well, you're doing a good job of that. So we'll uh, we'll get your take on the game in just a moment. Of course, just one football game left. Um, where's your head at this time of year? Is there a calmness in not having to think about all these different games, or do you feel empty inside like the rest of us? You know, I used to feel empty inside, but I've gotten to a place that it's just another game. And, I mean, like, I'm going to miss football. But there's still basketball, there's still baseball, which I've gotten more into. So I don't feel that same level of emptiness. And then I think the extra week, for some reason, it's left me full. Like, I think, you know, it's, it's not that much going from a 16-game schedule to a 17, but it does add – it just adds something extra to where it's like by the end of the NFL season, I feel like I've, I've just done enough. Yes, uh, I, I agree. I, I kind of need the break, and then like a month later I miss it, but – I'm with you there. If you dump enough into the season, you kind of need a respite for a minute. Is there anything on the NBA slate tonight that you like before we get to the Super Bowl itself? I don't want to pass uh, by that. And if there's, we got a, a heavy slate here tonight. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have not had time to look at NBA tonight. Like I've just been so busy with NFL and all the stuff on Radio Row that like NBA has kind of fell by the wayside. <laughs> and I'm also at this um, Teofimo Lopez weigh-in, so. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten. Okay, no problem. Everybody wants to hear what you're thinking in terms of the Super Bowl. Chiefs and 49ers, of course, line opened up at minus two and a half for San Francisco. Quickly got bet down to minus one and a half. What's the right side in your opinion? Have you taken a financial stance yet? And for the record, people on our text line taking bets themselves on where you are on this game. And wow. yeah, and we'll <laughs> see. So crazy. They're so, yeah, they're leaning 49ers in terms of what they think I you're going to say. That's where I'm leaning right now. It's tough for me because obviously you guys know I do have those ten to one Kansas City Chiefs futures. I did cash the future on the Chiefs to win the AFC. And when I look at this game, it's basically a product of what do you think these teams are now? Are they the team that they were the entire season? Because if it, if that's the case. San Francisco should be five-point favorites in this game. But if they're the team that they were over the last three weeks, then you have to make this game a pick them, and the Chiefs should be favored. So I've had a tough time trying to decide that. I mean, when you look historically for a team like the 49ers, who they're favored in the Super Bowl, but they haven't covered in the prior two games in the playoffs, those teams are 0-4 straight up since 2000. So it's a tough proposition to think that they're going to turn it around, but that said, I do think they can turn this around. So I would lean towards the 49ers. I'm still deciding on the side. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I may end up just sitting on the side as far as the side because I just think this is a game where I- I'm still struggling to figure out what these teams are. Um, but I have a lot of other props and things I like. 
I'm trying. I'm just trying to figure out, and I don't. I have not heard a lot of people take San Francisco. You're the closest of all the people that we've talked to this week already. I think you're the closest that's come uh, to uh, to a straight up San Francisco pick. Where is their clear cut advantage? It's not a quarterback. It might not even be on defense because Kansas City's defense is so stout. It's definitely not with head coach. Got to give Andy Reid the nod there, as good as Shanahan is. So I'm just trying to figure out where the edge is for San Francisco. Maybe that D-line, but is that enough to go against Kansas City? Well, I mean, here's the thing. Baltimore beat themselves. We know Baltimore should have won that game. And when you look at how the Kansas City Chiefs have played, offensively, they still left a lot to be desired. So you're talking about a Chiefs team, which is what? If I read it down now, they were 25th in rushing EPA per play. So Christian McCaffrey is going to have a field day. Like, you, you have to expect that. And if Christian McCaffrey has a field day, that opens things up for the rest of the offense. And you look at this Chiefs defense. I know that they've been great, and I know they've been holding teams below expectation um, in the second half of game, but they haven't played an offense like this 49ers. Look who they played. They played the Baltimore Ravens, and we know Lamar Jackson. Um, he, he's kind of had problems in the playoffs. They, they played the Buffalo Bills, who – they were kind of bombed out and depleted, and they still pushed them around on the ground. And then they played the Miami Dolphins, who were just dead as fried chicken. <laughs> or that, they played the Cincinnati Bengals. So who have they really played that are that's up on this level? You could almost argue that the NFC had better offenses. I mean, you look at the Detroit Lions. You look at the Green Bay Packers. You look at the 49ers. Those offenses were the, among the best in the postseason. You can't say the same about the, the, the offenses in the AFC. So... I think the 49ers, they're in a prime position to be able to get off. So my counter to that point is I think you're right. The only thing that is missing from that analysis for me is that those offenses you talk about that went up against San Francisco did a really good job in moving the ball up and down the field. They just faded down the stretch. That's not going to happen to the Chiefs. So that's that's where I fall short, too. Is like, okay, if Kansas City can move the ball the way that the Lions and the Packers did – and they take a lead into the fourth quarter, the game is over. I mean, you, the one thing is, is, is crazy, though. The Chiefs, the Chiefs didn't score in the second half last week. Like, they didn't score a single point. And I don't know, like, think about how many games that we've watched over the years. And I'm pretty sure we've watched thousands and thousands of NFL games. It's rare when you see a team not score in the second half and still manage to win that game. So I think you're going to have sharps on both sides. It's a very tough game, but I, I I don't think I think people are wrongly counting out um, San Francisco. Yeah, They're favorites for a reason. That is true. Reem Palmer, betting analyst from the Ringer, and that's what terrifies me more than anything else is just this group think that's going on with Kansas City, and I seem to be a part of that. Chiefs games have been going under in terms of the total with regularity. You have two solid defenses here in theory. Should this be an underplay at forty-seven and a half? I think the number is dead on at 47 and a half. I know people don't want to hear me say that <laughs> because <laughs> it's the last game of the year, but I think, I think the number is dead on. I think where you find the edge is that I think this is a first half over, and I think this is a second half under. I think we know the script right by now. I think the second half under is about like 18 and 2, 18 and 3, depending on you know how you got the number. So the game should slow down in the second half. So that's how I would approach it. Is there a prop that you know you're going to end up betting or maybe something that you are already on at this point? 
Oh, yeah, I got a bunch of them. Um, Harrison Butker, over one and a half field goal attempts, minus 160. I think you're going to find it at 120, but you can grab that now. We all know Kansas City Chiefs, they're like 19th in red zone touchdown percentage, only 52% this year. Look at Harrison Butker. I mean, this guy, that's probably one of their biggest edges because we know San Francisco's field goal kicking is not good. I also like Harrison Butker, over seven and a half points. He's hit that in like 10 out of 18 games this year. Um, actually, about 10 out of out of 16. Um, and you look at how the Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs drive stall, it's just all you need is two field goals and, and then an extra point. Well, two extra points. So I, th- I think you get there re- with re- relative ease. I also like Mahomes, over 36.5 passing attempts. This is a guy who passes way more in the postseason than he passes in the regular season. I think, you know, throughout his postseason career, he's averaging almost 39 attempts. And you look at just the postseason this year, he had, what did he have? He had um, 41 passing attempts against Miami, and it was freezing cold. He had 39 versus Baltimore. And he didn't have many against Buffalo, but the weather was really bad. So he should go over that. I also like, I got a list. Um, Rasheed Rice, over 67 and a half receiving yards. I like the national anthem. If you can go <laughs> under 90 and a half, um, I like that. I mean, that might have come down. I like um I think both rush running backs are going to get off. Isaiah Pacheco, over 66 and a half rushing yards. Um, you look at San Francisco, they're like in the 20th in EPX play against the rush. Christian McCaffrey, over 89 and a half rushing yards. I think that's like 91. I still would go over. I think you could play alternates with both of them as well because I think you can get Isaiah Pacheco, like 90 rushing yards plus 230. I think you can give Christian McCaffrey alternate like 130 plus like three plus 330. Um, I have a lot of these. Either team to score three unanswered scores. This is a big misconception. A lot of people like to play the no, but if you watch more NFL games than you realize, teams score three unanswered all the time. Um, mm. You look at last week against San Francisco versus Lions. San Francisco scored five unanswered times. <laughs> so that's um, you got to lay a little juice on that, but there's a reason why you're laying juice on that. Um, I'm going to go Brett Purdy um, under 32.5 passing attempts. Um, and that's enough for right now. <laughs> that's a lot. lot. Yeah, you know, you laid it out there. I'm glad you got the national anthem in there, too. Raheem Palmer, betting analyst from The Ringer. Subscribe to his podcast, The Ringer Gambling Show. Find him on Twitter at I am Rostradamus. He is a busy, busy man out there in Vegas uh, this weekend. Thanks so much for the time. We'll get let you get back to the weigh-in. Best of luck this oh, I'm weekend. I'm about to go to Radio Road. The weigh-in is over now, so... We're just keeping it moving. <laughs> That's right. All right, take some of that fire into Radio Road. Thanks, Raheem. All right, no doubt. Raheem Palmer, there he is. You guys were right. Someone on the text line here says, I owe him five bucks. I never agreed to that bet. I figured Raheem was going to be on the 49ers, too. He's a sharp, sharp man. I'm public Joe over here taking the Kansas City Chiefs. We're back with our first four things after this.